Hello, everybody. I am back. Was I gone? I don't know. Y'all, I lose track. I just never know where I'm at or what I'm doing. I just did. I I didn't miss an episode last week. I missed I missed some a few weeks ago, but I'm here now. I guess I'm back from the previous episode. We'll go with that. You know, it's been a week. Assuming you listen to this immediately, or or heck, I don't care when you listen to it. I appreciate you listening at all. It's been a week since I recorded the last one. So based on that, I am back. So what's happened? What's happened in this past week? Uh, countdown to Dragon Con. That's coming up. It's almost go time. But in the meantime, I got to go to uh, Florida Marlins game. The Mets were in town to take on the Marlins. Uh, they won. I think they beat them four or five to nothing. Uh, but it was a fun game because, you know, I'm a Mets fan, so... You know, your Marlins fan, maybe not, but it was also uh, Puerto Rican Day at Marlins uh, uh, Lone Depot Field, and they gave out uh, cowbells. We get like the instrument, like you know, like a little cowbell and a stick. Folks were getting excited, man. It was a good time. It was a fun environment. It looked like a Mets home game. Like I thought I was at City Field. I, I, I guess there's a combination of things. One, if you didn't know, if you don't keep up with baseball like that, the Mets spring training is here in Florida, like maybe an hour outside of Miami. So a lot of Mets fans live there so they can hang out at spring training. So then they come in and then, you know, you just get a lot of uh, uh, up north transplants that move to Florida and move to Miami in those areas. So they all came out. They came out for the Mets game, man. Let me tell you. Had some fun seats, kind of on the Mets side, of course. So we were there with all the Mets fans. And they had this neat thing. They were like, you can scan the little barcode on your seat, and we'll just bring you food and drinks. Like, you don't even have to get up. He's like, I want a hot dog. And they bring a hot dog to your seat. It's dangerous, folks. It's dangerous. Rest assured, I had me some nachos delivered to my seat. Best nachos ever. Best nachos I've ever had. Well, hey, if we're going to get into it, I was going to say it's because I didn't have to get up to get them. That was one good reason. But a lot of nachos these days in sports arenas and movie theaters, they just give you a little bag of chips and a little cup of cheese, and it's like cold and gross. You need the hot cheese. You need the hot cheese that you can spread out, and you need a couple of the chips to be so cheesy that they get soft. Not all of them. You don't want all of them like that. But a couple of them, you know, like a couple of good cheesy ones. You can mix it up how you want. That's what they had. That's what they had. Regular old nachos. It was delicious. And the Mets won. So it was a good time. Oh, I forgot. Um, well, well, I'm talking about this now. Uh, at the stadium, they had a bunch of flags. They like the American flag, Puerto Rican flag, which should be an American flag, but we're not going to talk about statehood on this show. Uh, uh, and then like two random flags. I had, was one I had never seen. And then one, I was like, is that India? And my, my girlfriend was like, yeah, it's India. I was like, yeah, it's India. Huh? Random, but I, maybe there's a big Indian population. I don't know. There's always signs for highlight. Maybe there's a, an Indian stuff going on. Come to find out. Come to find out, learned a little something, fun with flags. Google it. But the Miami flag, the flag for the city of Miami is just a, a ripoff of 
the country of India. Go figure. It's like a, a minor variation, minor, minor variation that, like, if you didn't know better, you know, nine out of ten people on Jeopardy would have guessed that to be India. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, here we are, this week's story. Uh, I normally don't talk about death, but this is a 99-year-old woman that passed away on her own terms in old age. I think that's okay. It's not a sad story. Uh, uh, before her death, 99-year-old Katarina Orduña Perez had one final wish. She said, hey, before I go, I want y'all to do this thing for me. Who argues with grandma, right? Her wish, a giant statue of a penis on her grave. What? Yep, you heard me. A giant penis for her for her tombstone. Her family unveiled the completed monument. A five and a half foot tall penis weighing 600 pounds. I mean, not just like a little, like a picture or a little car. No, no, no. Five and a half feet. Uh, Weighing nearly 600 pounds was mounted on her tomb at a cemetery in Mexico as a recognition of her love and joy for life. I, what, what was grandma? Wow. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican where things are sometimes hidden because according to her, people don't have an open mind, says her grandson. Uh, She was always very avant-garde and forward thinking about things. Okay. And apparently penises. She always said in the Mexican sense that their family were Virgos. Huh? What is Virgos? I don't know. Didn't learn that one in school. There are few words in Mexican slang as dynamic as Virga, which is translated to, let's, we'll say penis and keep it somewhat friendly on the show. Uh, but it could be profanity. The word Virga could be pro- profanity. It can be a brutal insult. It can tell someone to go be by themselves. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I was going to have to. Uh, interpret on the fly to try try to keep it clean, but I should have known better considering the story. <clears throat> anyway, so you know it's it's a bad thing, it's an insult, or it can even be a compliment, a badge of honor. So again, as I said, it's a very dynamic term. So Danya Kata often used it with that sort of colloquial. Jeez, this story you're testing me today, uh, referring to members of her family as Virga. So it was it was with pride. You know, it was like, you're, we're badass. That's, that's kind of how the word is. So she instilled this message, 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 message to her children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren that they were all Virgas and could accomplish whatever they wanted. Even the women, especially the women, they say like in a, in a, a country that's steep here, according to the article in machismo, they wanted to also get that message across that the women were Virgas. But again, basically you're a badass. You can go do whatever you want. In fact, many of the family members went on to have wide ranging careers. Her grandson recalled how his grandmother saw life with great optimism and that problems shouldn't overwhelm us. She conceptualized the idea to the family with the metaphor of a penis Meaning when you're Virga, one should not give up. 
you know, I mean, I get it. I understand her logic. I see where she's coming from here. I just feel like maybe, like, I maybe it's the language difference because I don't, again, don't understand uh, how much is behind the word in Mexican culture. But with my knowledge of English, it seems like a weak metaphor. But again, more than likely, that's because, um, you know, I don't, I don't get the the difference there. All right. So she told her grandson that it was her desire that no one would forget her and that everything they loved about her. So after her death, they talked as a family and decided they were going to make grandma's dream come true. So they had to hire an engineer, like a dude, a, a team to build this. At first, the guy thought they were joking. And he had to tell him like three times, like, I hey, know we're for real. We're for real. That probably just meant send me the money. Like, okay. Uh, it took a team of 12 people about a month, including a carpenter, a sander, a sculptor. It sounds like biblical proportions here. So they build this giant penis. You can Google it. There's a picture of it. They put it on her tombstone. And, of course, photos of the grave quickly circulated on social media. And surprise, surprise, not everyone is happy about the penis statue. This is a weird number, I thought, a weird statistic. Of every 10 people, I think that around seven see the statue positively. And if they don't see it as a good thing, they at least respect Doña Cata's wishes. And there's others who, in their conservative values, are very close-minded and see it poorly. Doña Cata's grandson said they, the family had discussed the backlash. And they were prepared for the onslaught of criticism. After all, they're made up of Vergas. I mean, I think it's funny. I feel like it's like the ultimate. If I lived at 99 years old, I'm trolling somebody. You know, like, I mean, I'm inviting everybody. You got to come see the giant penis statue at my funeral. I probably wouldn't get that personally. But, I mean, you know, that was her choice. It's what she wanted. The family made it happen. And everyone else, you know, can, I don't know, get over it. I don't have a good penis pun here. I was trying to come up with something and also trying to keep it clean. And I'm struggling. You know, you know what they say? No, I don't know what they say. How do you get out of this? I'm not picking. Next time, no more penis stories. That's it. It's been decided. No, this might be the first one. I think it's going to be the last one. That's it. That is it for penis stories on Tony P. Oddcast. 